Don't you love a good t-shirt fabric? It stretches slightly and hugs the body. And it's so comfortable. Or you can drape it and create a unique tunic top. There is so much potential in a good old t-shirt. In the previous episode 13, we talked about different ideas how you can rejuvenate t-shirts you no longer wear. Now, in this episode, we're going to demystify the sewing part. I don't want you to fall into a rabbit hole and find this vital information the hard way. So, here we're going to cover the important stuff you need to know so you can start upcycling t-shirts today. Alright? We're going to talk about how the fabric behaves and what to do, how to sew it, the machine settings, stitches, tension and everything you need to know. I can't wait! Are you ready? Ever since I found about the ugly side of fashion and the enormous amounts of good material and clothing we're wasting as a society today, I took my dressmaking and alteration experience to the next level. I ditched working for the industry and found my passion in transforming so-called old clothes into exciting and beautiful new styles. It's a bumpy ride and sometimes you can get more misses than hits. But I love sharing the journey and my findings and the amazing people I meet along the way. I'm Mariana, dressmaking professional turned fashion upcycler from Perth, Western Australia. Welcome to the art of refashioning. When it comes to refashioning, I need to say, it is absolutely rewarding to take up on a t-shirt project. Most t-shirts are still cotton or viscose, which is amazing natural fiber. Well, if it's a blend with polyester or another synthetic fiber, then you know, once buried in the landfill, will stay for decades polluting the environment and harming wildlife and marine life, penetrating water we drink and eventually ending as microplastics everywhere. One big sustainable reason why I love saving a t-shirt is that for creating just one single t-shirt that's growing the cotton then producing the item, on average takes 2,700 liters of water. Did you know that? Think again. 2,700 liters of water. This is the average amount a person drinks in three years. Topping that off with the fact that only 20% of what we donate is purchased back locally adds up to the big picture. It seems like a much better idea to get any t-shirt and refashion it instead of donating, right? If it's damaged or stained and you can't use the whole lot of it, then even just cutting it up for trims or scraps or whatever, or just for making a t-shirt yarn, sounds like a good idea, right? 
Okay, no arguing there, but how exactly to handle this stretchy material? It's definitely different than a stable woven. What about the sewing needle? If you ever tried machine sewing t-shirt jersey, have you noticed some tiny holes where the stitch was made? Not to mention the seams. Neat fabric stretches. And if it's sewn by using just a standard straight stitch, when you stretch it, often the seam will crack open. And lastly, if you manage to get the needle, the seam and all the settings right, then how about ending up with several inches of extra top fabric when you reach the end of the seam? Because the fabric did not feed through the machine uniformly and the two layers end up misaligned in a complete disaster. I hope nothing of this will happen to you after learning all the tips and insights I've prepared for you here. So let's dive right into what is important for sewing t-shirts when upcycling. Now to make it easy, the main pointers are organized in seven key areas and they cover the fabric, the machine settings, the needles, threads and seams, plus some additional things for fine-tuning that I've learned the hard way, but I know they will help you to get your project successfully to the finish line. As a side note, keep in mind that many, and that's including me, are afraid of sewing knit jersey. So that's normal, but rest assured that knowing all the things I'm covering here will give you everything so you will be able to sew this great material. You will be equipped with the essentials and you'll know what you're doing, okay? All right now, let's check first the fabric. One main pointer to mention about t-shirts is the fabric and how you can handle the fabric. Now, keep in mind that the fabric used for women's t-shirts could vary a lot and thus could require different handling. Women's t-shirts typically stretch sideways, so that's across the body of the shirt. If it's an everyday t-shirt fitted to the body, doesn't matter if it has short or long sleeves, then usually it's cotton or viscose. Or another best case scenario is when it's mixed with another natural fiber. But women's everyday t-shirts can be also mixed with polyester or another synthetic fiber, which won't be as comfortable, especially for fitted shirts. I remember I had a fitted singlet looking like a cotton material, but after wearing these for a while, I really felt uncomfortable, which is unusual for a cotton t-shirt. It was scratchy and felt really warming up uh, more than usual. And then when I checked, I saw that it's a polyester fiber. So just a simple example that comes to say that synthetic fibers when fitted might feel a bit uncomfortable. 
going further, sportswear and needs that stretch both ways. In other words, across but also along the body of the t-shirt. These are often made out of polyester, lycra or nylon, anything but cotton. Of course, you might have different experience, but this is just to make a point that it's good to keep in mind to check the fiber when you're considering the materials for your projects. So here are my top two tips for when you're handling the t-shirt jersey fabric. Tip one is that if you're just starting out, stay away from very thin and fine knits because these stretch the most and will require some previous experience sewing knits. The second tip is be aware of men's t-shirts. They usually are heavier and thicker material that doesn't drape well. And also they typically don't stretch that much. So the stretch is only because it's a knit material, but there's no lycra or any elastomeric fiber in it. So it's not really fitting around the body. And you need to consider all this when deciding on how exactly to use the material in your refashion idea. Okay, to wrap up about the material, here is what usually works for me. I put the fabric relaxed on a table and pin wherever pieces need to go together. But here, don't overstretch along the edges of the seams. Also, try not to twist the seams or the pieces while pinning. Then just take gently the material and go to the machine and sew it. This is the most efficient way. Which brings us to the next pointer. Because before sewing, you need to set up the machine to test and adjust the stitch and all these kind of things. So here is the second pointer and this is the machine's settings. Now what I find is that you can usually sew t-shirt material with the standard tension settings on your sewing machine. However, if you find that the tension makes the seam look too tight, then you will need to reduce slightly the tension. And here I'm talking about the top thread tension. The one that you have usually a dial or whatever just near the top threading. Here I'm not going to mention any number of the settings because different machines have different numbers. So whatever is the middle for your sewing machine, that is the normal tension settings for your machine. I'm going to mention more about the machine settings when we talk about the fine tuning. So that's the last pointer. Because there are some other things that you can adjust around this and have better handling of the knit jersey. Moving on, pointer number three is about the stitches that you can apply to your upcycle project. Here my general advice is to check what kind of seam you're going to do and then pick your stitch. But keep it cohesive for the whole project. So what I mean? by saying check what kind of seam you're going to need is to check if you need the seam to stretch. The general idea is that it's good to use at least seam with a little bit of stretch in it. 
which typically the straight stitch doesn't have. But what I found is that when you do a seam that doesn't need any stretch, then you can definitely choose standard straight stitch on your sewing machine. Let's say the project is a loose fit like a tunic or dress and the vertical seams, let's say the side seams, don't need any stretch. So in this case, you can choose to have a straight stitch for the joining seam, but then finish off, let's say, with an overcast or overlocking stitch. So you can try and use the standard straight stitch. But if the seam requires a little bit of stretch, then you can choose a stitch that has a bit of stretch in it. And these could be zigzag or any stretch stitches that your sewing machine has. Most of the modern machines, even very basic models, have stretch stitch, at least one or two stretch stitches. But also you could have more complicated and more advanced stitches like triple stretch stitch or different kinds or for different fabrics. Just check your machine manual to learn more about what exactly your sewing machine can do. Very typical choice, even for the seams that don't require any stretch, is very narrow zigzag. So this will have a bit of stretch, but still it will keep a straight line, which is great for any joining seam for t-shirt jersey. If the seam needs more stretch, then use denser zigzag or any straight stitches or triple stretch stitch. Just keep in mind to make a sample before sewing on your project because you still need to adjust the length of the single stitch or the width of the zigzag or whatever uh, stretch stitch. So these need to be tested and adjusted up front. The last thing I want to mention in regards to stitches is for when you do a feature seam. Now, it's a great way to really lift up the look of a t-shirt when you use a decorative stitch. Most of the decorative stitches won't stretch, but some can have additional stretch. So check these details in your machine manual. I usually use decorative stitches to make something additional to the shirt and make it more interesting, which I'm going to mention about just in a minute. All right, the next pointer, number four, is the needle. So we need to mention about needles when sewing t-shirt jersey. Usually universal, or these can be also called ballpoint needles, Usually these are fine for the typical t-shirt material. In regards to the size, machine needle size 80 slash 12, it's usually fine for sewing cotton t-shirts. However, sometimes the t-shirt fabric could be really fine, especially when it's made out of other natural material like wool or silk or viscose. So in this case, as a finer material, make sure that you use a smaller size needle, 70 slash 11. 
Just keep in mind, we're going to talk more about the type of the needle in pointer number seven when we're talking about the fine tuning of your project. For now, we're going to move on to pointer number five, and this is the thread. Now, the thread usually stays at the background and is not discussed, but let's just say that the standard thread should work fine on your t-shirts as well. Just avoid old threads and especially when they're cotton because they get weak and fragile over time so they won't hold the seam together. If you have a nylon thread you can use that as well. It has natural stretch in it but keep in mind that it's not really strong thread and you will need to use it in a combination with the standard polyester or cotton thread. Talking about thread, here is something that I really love. You already know that you can check and actually use decorative stitches while upcycling t-shirts, right? We talked about that. But the best is when you use a contrasting thread in a decorative stitch to upcycle a t-shirt. I found that really brings a lot of personality to the new piece. I can't wait for the program that I'm finishing now. In one of the masterclasses there, we're going to refashion t-shirts. So we're going to do a t-shirt tunic top. And there I can tell you, choosing a contrasting colors for the design is just amazing. Let's say one color is rich, warm pink and the other lighter gray. Then overlapping the materials and using the same pink thread on top of the grey and using decorative stitch really creates unique personality. It's that little finishing touch that makes the design so much better. Okay, let's go back and talk about seams. That is the sixth pointer for when you upcycle t-shirts. So simple seams for sewing clothing in general will work for upcycling t-shirts as well. The most typical is the closed seam and that is when you join the right sides of the two pieces of fabric together and overcast or surge the raw edge. So that is the closed seam. But you can also leave the seam open and sort of unfinished. Just do a joining stitch and then leave the edge unfinished. Well, I must say that leaving the edge unfinished, if you know me, it's absolutely against my inner sense to finish everything in the most clean and neat way. But once I've done this, I actually understood that sewing t-shirts can be more relaxed. You don't have to have this neat and clean finish just because jersey fabric stays intact and doesn't fray. On top of that, neat jersey is a casual fabric. You wear these clothes casually and relaxed at home or outside going quickly to the shops or for something like that. So it doesn't require actually this high-end type of finish. Going back to basics, 
The main reason for finishing fabric is durability, right? So, considering most t-shirt materials stay intact when cut, if leaving it raw doesn't bother you much, then don't bother to finish it. I really can't believe I'm saying this, but it's true. It works for knit fabrics. Okay, so closed seam, open seam and cut edge left row. Alright, the last pointer that left to talk about, the fine tuning. And this is for when what we've discussed so far doesn't really work well for your project. Now, when we're talking about the fine tuning of the machine settings, we need to focus on three things. And just to list them, but I will go over this with more details. The first is the machine needle. The second is the presser foot pressure. And the third is the additional support to some places. So we mentioned that machine needle could be universal or also sometimes it's called ballpoint. And I said that when the fabric is finer, it's good to use a size 70 slash 11. Furthermore, next step, if you find that universal doesn't really work, and especially if it makes small holes exactly where the stitch was made, then you need to change and swap the universal needle with stretch needle. The tip of this needle is even more rounded than the universal and ballpoint needle. So it pushes out the fabric threads rather than cutting them. These needles are designed for fabric that stretches in both directions. It's typically used for swimwear, but also for sportswear and sometimes nylon leggings and these kind of garments. So in this case, the stretch needle is the best. So if the fabric really looks fine, and this can happen with jerseys that are drapey and really very fine in touch and soft, in this case probably will be better to sew the fabric with a stretch needle. If you have cutouts from the same fabric, use them to test your stitch and your needle. If you notice some tiny holes on the t-shirt material where exactly the stitch was made, then change to stretch needle. Moving on, the next fine tuning that you can do for knit fabrics is to the presser foot pressure. Now, the pressure of the presser foot is directly related to how the two layers of fabric will be sewn. If the pressure is too high, so the presser foot presses the two layers too much, then the top layer might end up longer than the underlayer. The underlayer has the help of the feed dogs, but when the pressure of the presser foot is too much, then the top layer actually ends up overstretched. So if you have, let's say, longer seam, then you might end up with the top layer longer 5 or 10 or more centimeters. So it's a really huge thing. So to fix the issue with the top layer ending up too long, you just need to lower the pressure of the presser foot. 
And also you can help, especially when you have longer seams, just take the beginning and the end of the seam and then split the distance in half. And if it's longer, split the half distance in half and so on and so forth. Pin these sections and then it will be much easier to sew in smaller sections and handling the fabric going together. Another effect that may be unwanted is that when sewing with too much pressure of the presser foot, the two layers end up overstretched and curly. You know that knit material has natural ability to stretch and thus when the foot holds too tight, this results in overstretching while the fabric is sewn, right? The good thing is that you can easily fix this by simply releasing the pressure and putting the settings on lower than the standard. Then the two layers will end up being sewn flat. Now as a side note here, I know from my experience that even lowering the pressure will stretch the material a bit. But don't worry about this because if you sew with straight stitch, this will end up a good thing. So I was using straight stitch for this particular project and I ended up with having a bit of stretch even though I used a straight stitch. You can see this project, the hot pink tunic, by following the link in the show notes. The project is called How to Design and Sew Easy Zero Waste One New from Too Old. Alright, now another thing that needs attention here is that the higher pressure of the presser foot and the curly effect might be a good thing, so it's not always a negative. So the pressure foot on higher settings will get an interesting curly hem, for instance. That's the beauty of playing around and figuring out what your machine can do, right? Now, in addition, talking about the pressure of the presser foot, we need to mention about the walking foot. Perhaps you've heard about walking foot. Many machine manufacturers offer it at an additional price. The main purpose of this walking foot is to help feed the top layer of fabric more accurately. So the two layers are sewn together. You know that the feed dogs, the thick looking thing under the presser foot, helps the under layer to go through and be sewn, right? So the walking foot has similar function but for the top layer of fabric. Sometimes you will see recommendations to sew knit fabric with a walking foot. Other machine brands decided that the new sewing machine models will be able to sew knit and knit jersey only by the use of a walking foot. Well, adding additional walking foot costs really a lot, like could be over $50, it could be over $100. But this thing is not necessary. And I'm saying this not because I'm underestimating the inventions, which could be really exciting sometimes. But my point here is that sometimes with less additional stuff for your sewing machine, 
you will be able to work on your sewing skills and you will get better developing those. So in the case with a walking foot, instead of using crotches or walking foot, you can work it out and learn how to handle more flexible and gentle materials and the settings on your sewing machine. Of course, at the beginning, you will have some mishaps, but over time, with practice, you will learn how to set the right settings and how to do it the right way. So you won't need any additions to compensate for the lack of skills. It will be less expensive and it will help you to develop skills, which is so much more valuable than purchasing the next cleverly developed presser foot, right? Now, keep in mind that here I'm talking about clothing, because in other areas, accessories might be a necessity, like the walking foot for sewing the thick sandwich of a quilt. So, walking foot in quilting will mean something different. All right, moving on to the last thing of the fine tuning your projects. Here is the third and last thing to look for when upcycling your t-shirts. Sometimes t-shirt material might need additional support. And this could be when you sew seams or when you add embellishments, for instance. So for seams, let's say if you do a shoulder seam, Sometimes finer or more stretchable t-shirt jersey requires stabilizing and you can do that just by adding a special type of ribbon that is usually attached to shoulder seams to prevent stretching. But I can definitely say you can use any fabric. Just add something stable, could be woven or knit fabric and support the shoulder seam. In other cases, you might want to add something additional to the t-shirt jersey, like embellishment or appliques or anything like that. In these cases, I recommend that you use fusible interfacing. This is like interfacing that you can iron on and stick to the fabric. That's the best. But you could also recycle and use similar scrap of t-shirt material just to make sure that the stitching and the embellishment won't rip off the material. Especially when you do a lot of machine sewing in this area and you need to add heavier embellishments, it's good to have that support on the inside. In one of my projects, I use lace flowers to add to a t-shirt. So this is tutorial in details, which you can follow through the link in the show notes. Okay, it's time to wrap up this episode on sewing machine settings for when upcycling your t-shirts. Let me recap the main seven pointers. Pointer number one, was about handling the fabric. So you know that there are different types of knit jersey fabrics and you know that if you handle it gentler, it will be easier to cut, adjust, pin and then sew. Next up, point number two was about the standard machine settings and the tension, 
which usually doesn't need any tweaking. Next, we talked about the stitches, how you could choose them and the variety of stitches that you can use on your project. The key here was that if the seam requires to stretch, then it's better to choose a stitch that stretches, which could be zigzag or more advanced stretch stitches. The fourth pointer was about the needle and then the fifth about the thread. Here again, the standard needles and threads should work on your t-shirt projects. Next up, pointer number six was about the seams. So we said that you can use any typical seams for clothing. We talked about finishing or not the raw edges of the seam allowance and you'll learn that you can try different things and see what is best suitable for your taste and style. Lastly, in pointer number seven, we talked about the fine tuning of your projects. So we talked that if the universal needle doesn't work and make holes onto the fabric, you could swap it with a stretch needle and if the fabric is finer, you could use a smaller size like 70-11. Next up, we talked about the pressure of the presser foot, which released can help you sew more relaxed the two layers of fabric and prevent them to have misplaced and the fabric being overstretched. And the last fine tuning tip was, if you decorate and sew something on your t-shirt, then think about supporting the material on the inside. Or if you need to sew a seam that has to be really strong and not to stretch, then you can definitely use a strip of fabric or a ribbon to make the seam stronger. Alright, if you like this episode, definitely make another step and take your upcycling to the next level. If you haven't done so yet, follow the link in the show notes and sign up to the website ecofashionsewing.com. On the sign up, you'll be able to download the free Clothes of Cycling Starter Kit, which will help you with the basics, how to start, what to do and what kind of ideas you can choose from. Next time, we're going to talk about another hot topic in upcycling, and this is how to work with colors. Colors are a huge part not only in upcycling, but in fashion design and making clothing too. There's a lot around this, and therefore this is going to be a big part in the Clothes Upcycling Online program, which official launch is coming up real soon. However, I want you to have the key information. So next time, I'll share my best tips on how to work with colors for successful upcycling. Well, thank you for joining me on today's hopefully helpful episode. If you have any questions or just want to share your refashioning experience, please do so on Mariana. That's M-A-R-I-A-N-A. So it's just one end at ecofashionsewing.com. I enjoy getting your messages and I am always on the lookout. Thanks again for your company, creative friend. See you next week. Bye for now. Bye.